Welcome to that podcast, episode 94. Oh, geez, distorted terribly. Uh, I'm your co-host, Joel Lindholm, with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell him what time... Wait, you can't tell him what time it is. Sure I can. Listen up. It's Passenger Side by Wilco. <laughs> uh, we are remote today. We're giving it a shot, trying it experimentally-wise. Uh, we're at Babe's Tap in Colt City. We're not broadcasting live, but we're recording live from Babe's Tap. Correct. We're not broadcasting live, we're recording live. That's part, that part is true. Uh, I just want to give the proper plugs for Marv here. We're at 755 South Broadway in Colt City. Stop by. Best burgers, best Bloody Marys. I don't know if you're listening to that, Coach. Uh, yeah. If you like a Bloody Mary. Yeah, I love a good Bloody they, Mary. Uh, they do it right here. And I already had a burger. Fantastic. That's right. So welcome uh, into episode 94. We have a guest, by the way. I tipped it off already. Uh, the coach is here in person. Hey! The, first time I've, the first time I've ever seen him in person. Welcome, coach. How are you doing, brother? Good. Thanks for having me. Happy Thanks New for, Year, everybody. Yeah, happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for coming out from lovely Elburn. I hear it's majestic there this time of year. Yes, it gorgeous. That's what I've heard. So uh, since you're here, coach, uh, the Bears, uh, they fired everybody, apparently. Well, they fired everybody that doesn't have anything to do, really, with it. Right, exactly. And that's yeah. the point that I texted Jason uh, when I found out. I'm like, they fired everybody but the guy calling the place. Yes. And they did it after they met with the media. So they did it, you she, know, when no, one's, no one was around to answer any questions. Right, exactly. They did it after the press conference. Right. You know, they did the thing, blah, 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 whatever, the, yeah. the dog and pony show they did. Yep. Oh, well, you know, we want to get better. Mitch is our quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. And then everybody left. And then, like, let's fire everybody. Yeah. Yep. And they did. They fired Helfrich. They fired Stamp. They fired the, the special teams coach. Yes. So you were happy about that. I was. So, but they didn't fire the guy calling the fucking plays. No. So does this change anything? I don't think it I, does. No, I don't think it does either. I think I think it – now, it all depends on the schedule. So sure. we'll see the schedule when the schedule comes out. But right. Well, we know who they play. Right. That's but, determined. Right? Yeah. The, the where and the when and the order and all that yeah, kind of stuff. The order is not set, but yeah. the, the who they play is yeah. set. So, and that's really inconsequential. If you look at this year, we looked at them playing a first-place schedule or whatever it was. Right. They played a bunch of dog shit teams. They just played worse. Well, unfortunately, we, we predicted they were going to go 16-0. and and uh, they did. They did. They didn't go sixteen and zero. That wasn't a thing. Nobody <laughs> predicted that. Yeah. Nobody. Why nobody didn't they that. go sixteen and zero? How come they didn't win every game? Anyway, so I think they're treading water. I, I could see a. I could see a similar record next year against a softer schedule. I agree with you. And I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the offseason, right? Like we don't know. Who well, but sign. I mean, we don't know any. But how is the answer to that question not much? Right. Like right. I mean, they don't have a first round pick. Yeah. They've got like they have two, they have two like, second round picks. They have like two picks in the first hundred players or something. 
Right. You know, which so is okay, but not great. They're not, not. You have nothing in the top twenty, which you should no. have, and you have nothing. But after what you've seen, how good do you feel about somebody picking there? Right. Would you trust them to pick that high anyway? Because remember, this is an organization. Now, now, granted, John Fox was the coach. It wasn't Matt Nagy that didn't even bother to talk to Deshaun Watson. Didn't right. Had he, now, he was on the pay no mind. List. I know you guys have been on that a little bit. Do you think that was like the only good reason I can think for that is like if the doctors didn't clear him, Which if, is and if the doctor sure. said, "Listen, we're not going to clear him. You can pick him if you want." It could be. Yeah, I wish. I almost wish they, they would talk doctors. that about that a little bit. <laughs> they you need know, better doctors. yeah, well, that could be. But <laughs> so the 2020 schedule, just uh, you know, the internet is a beautiful thing. So at home, I think we touched on this last week, maybe, but we'll just repeat it again. Uh, so at home, the usual NFC Central opponents, Lions, Packers, Vikings. They're the Saints at home. That's a loss. No, nah, maybe not. Saints okay. on the road are a different team than Saints at home. Okay. We had the Saints, we had the Saints at home yeah. last year. And lost. Yeah. Yeah. Handily. Mm-hmm. Handily. Uh, Bucks at home. If Jameis Winston's still the quarterback, that's a win. Okay. Uh, Texans at home. That's... Descaria, no. Colts at home. Jacoby Brissett. Uh, they win. They don't. All, they don't win all three of those games. By the way, speaking of the Bucks, did you see Bruce Arians' press conference, the post game? No. It's the postseason, I should say. So they asked him, "Can you win with a different quarterback?" Somebody asked him. Like, yeah. One of the guys. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, with a different quarterback? Yeah, we can." Win. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. He just threw, yeah. threw Jameis Winston under right. the fucking buzz. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, he's not a fan of Jameis Winston. No. Uh, Texans at home, Colts at home, and Giants at home. That's a win. Giants okay, that's a win. Dog shit. On the road, the usual, obviously, three NFC Central teams. Atlanta Falcons. They won't be favored. Uh, no. Carolina with the new head coach. Yeah. Uh, the Jags. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to Carolina. New head coach and new quarterback. There's no way Cameron stays in no, Carolina. I, yeah, I, yeah. He's under contract. He's, he's played. I mean, he may be dead. Yeah. Uh, Titans and Rams on the road. So, Titans are a good team with the yeah. great Ryan Tannehill. So, without knowing who really those teams are, just based on right now, that's like Sounds 500. Like, that's right. 8-8. Eight eight. That's like 500. 8 7 7 nine, somewhere yeah. in there. I mean, unless something drastic happens with the Bears, yeah, which they can't. I mean, it could, but it can't. Right. I mean, again, I, not having a first round pick. If you want to replace Mitch, yeah. Well, and I don't no, think they do. Going, they're not gonna. I don't. Uh, they're not going to this year. They no. Can't. I mean, how can they? Well, I don't know if they can ever, just because Pace is tied to him. I mean, they're married. Right. They are that, married. That, that, that he. Well, he'll the get dice one and more after it. that. And there's talk that they were going to get Mariota. Like okay. That was a, supposed to be, but, but that was when Helfrich was here, because Helfrich sure. was his head coach yep. in Oregon. Yep, yep. Well, that's done. Well, so I mean, not that Mariota's any great shakes. But if you're any of those guys that they talk about yeah. as potential free agents, are you coming here? Are you coming? I shouldn't say here. Are you coming to the Bears unless you're promised a chance to compete for the job? Right. And I don't honest, see honest, them saying see them, that. I don't see them saying that either. So I see him resigning Chase Daniel. So take all those guys off your list then. There's nobody. And like Mariota, here's the thing about Mariota. You got beat up by Ryan Tannehill. 
Right. Who's no great chase. I mean, he's decent. He's a smart dude, right? You know that. He's younger. He's younger. But you lost your job to Ryan Tannehill. Is Ryan yeah. Tannehill any great? Nope. No. You know, but some of it has to do with how long you've been in a place and the system. Right. And, I mean, come on. Well, but but if I'm he, not saying that Mariota's coming here to be uh, Joe Montana going no. to the Chiefs. Right. I mean, that's not. Right. No, but if if there was just some competition, right, right, which, right. which they, they promised they're not going to do. Right. I mean, they've said they've said that they 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 they've talked the talk. Yeah. He now, said, "When when it comes to Bourbon, hey, will they walk the walk?" Yeah. Well, that's, but they talked the talk. But they said in the press conference, or Pace said in the press conference, Mitch is our starter. Yes. And they said, "Are you? Would you consider bringing somebody in here for a quarterback competition with Mitch?" And Pace went, "Come on, guys! It's been two days since the end of the season." And no. when I heard that, I went, "That's, that's a no." It. That's well, a no. no. And listen, yep. And, yep. and that kind of circles back to if you're gonna put a bunch of money in QB2, then that ties their hands to yeah. do other things yeah. on the I offense. Mean, the salary cap's going to go up $10 million just because the NFL right. makes a ridiculous amount of money, right? I can't, I can't believe that they could afford to bring somebody in for a controversy just because of what it would mean right. in the media. Right. I mean, right. every week it's going to yeah. be... Right. And, and again, the thing is, you know, I've said this all year long, Nagy's the one calling the fucking plays. Yes, he it is. wasn't helpful. Like, then, when you think no. about that, when you think about that, right? What did Mark Helfrich fucking do? Well, here's what he did, and it's it goes back to a something Nagy said early when they hired Helfrich. He wanted him there just to talk about plays, right? Like no one. I mean, I understand that Matt Nagy calls the offense, but I'm not sure anybody coordinates the I offense. I don't think so. Like. You just bring. They just. He brought a bunch of guys together yeah. who he didn't know very well, right. and they just get in the room and they talk about plays. Right. And you brought and you brought in one of the best offensive line coaches like in the history yep. of football, and yeah. you just pissed all over him. And it's not his fault. Like no. Well, and then they found him. Long was dead. Yeah. You switched out. You switched out uh, white hair in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. You know, with like four games left in the season, put him back at center where they looked better, but they weren't great. Still weren't yeah. great. Well, if injuries I, injuries aren't Harry he stands for. No. There's two things there. Like first of all, they threw not only did they fire them unprofessionally, right. but then they threw them under the bus no, after the fact 100%. saying you're in charge of the run game, right? And I saw a tweet from Olin Krutz where you know, he basically said he he, he named a play. He's like, "Yeah, sure." Third and one option into the boundary. That's all Harry Heastat. Yeah. Sure it is. Third and one sure. run to the weak side when you're on the left. Right. Run, right. You know, run and I think we talked the, about that when it happened, maybe. Yeah. And then Hub said that uh, it's not his fault. It's, you know, the talent that you give him. Right. Right. That's I mean, that's on Ryan Pace. Well, Absolutely. And it come, I would argue, especially on the offensive line, and I'm not trying to go all like old school nutcase on it, but if you're changing the center and the guard, then right. maybe they should practice in the preseason. Maybe they should. Maybe they should you play. Know, if you're maybe moving, Mitch, maybe yeah. Mitch should play during the, during the yeah. preseason to learn the rhythm and the snap yeah. of the new center. Yeah. If not, Mitch, then maybe the linemen should play at least. You Something? Yeah. Whitehair still relatively young I mean, guy, and James Daniels yeah. is like twenty. Still. Right, exactly. He's you fresh know, out of let him play. The thing is, just like they're so it's so changed from when it was a couple years when Mitch started. Like things have just changed so much. Mm-hmm. 
you have to Matt Nagy has to play to his strengths and we've said this all year long right that Matt Nagy's not doing that no well that's a question about him is that like really good coaches figure out what their team is good at right and they win that way correct yep other guys just say hey here's the way I know how to win and if you can't do it that way then we're not gonna win then we're not gonna win we, that's Nagy yeah and that was the difference between him and Sean McVay when it was like, you've got a quarter, or I'm sorry, you've got a running back that's on one leg, but that's going to be the way to beat the right. Bears. Right. So he switched to that. Yeah. And yeah. beat the Bears. Correct. And then McVay, to McVay's credit, he under, started to understand Goff's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And played to his strengths. Yes. Which is running the football. Don't give him. Don't throw the ball forty-five times a fucking game. But you guys are kind of marks because you don't understand <laughs> the fact. Mark, you don't understand that the Bears are going to get rid of twenty plays, and that's going to fix everything. Of course, yes. Yeah. yeah let's edit that playbook down right. to whatever. Yeah. It's like, come on, really? Yeah. Do you think that's going to fucking fix it? It's not going to fix it. Yeah. So if you've got hope for next year, you you what you've got to believe in is you've got to believe in change. In the building with the people that are yeah. there now, yes. Because an all-pro wideout and a, you know, a, a new and two new tackles aren't coming through that door. No, they are not. No, they're not. And I'm not going to uh, shift gears here, but I'm going to say that's also the Cubs playbook right now. <laughs> probably true. Yeah, probably true. Probably You're true. Probably right. You're probably right. But they want to get by as cheaply as they can, and still put a product on the field people will feel good about. Right. Which, if you look at Cubs Twitter at all. We can transition that. The Cubs Twitter is just on fire right now because mm -hmm. everybody cannot believe how how much of that Cubs Twitter though is because the White Sox are making so many moves, right? Yeah, probably a lot of it. Yeah, right. Because the White Sox are out there just signing, yeah. signing. They're signing everything they need to do, including Louis Robert. Done. Signed, sealed, delivered. And we mentioned this on the last podcast, podcast before that this was what they were going to do. Treat him like Eloy did, and his contract is very. Uh, team friendly mm -hmm. early so they can still add in people for this year if they need to go out and get another pitcher or whatever they need to do salary wise they're only paying like a million and a half for this, this season like it's staggered it's backloaded so he's making like 14 million in three years but with two team options too so they can they can sign him uh, you know they can just go oh you're ours oh you're ours to give him and that's the way they did with Eloy you know, and they went out and got, you know, they went out and got uh, Grandal, went out and got Keichel. I mean, they went out and traded for Mazzara, which I'm not, still not kind of on the fence about. He's a like a one war player or zero war player. He's not that big a deal, but he hits a ton of home runs when he can. I mean, he's hit them. He has a long, he had the longest home run last year against the White Sox. <laughs> so I wonder if there's any thumping in the garbage can during that time. Anyway. <laughs> um, so today it came out as Drupal Cabrera re with the Nationals. And the Nationals also signed uh, another hole. They filled another hole today, or yesterday, I should say. Um, so they're, they're trying at least, but the Cubs have done nothing. And I'm trying to figure out why. I mean, you're a Cub fan, Jay, even though you're wearing a, a, a Scott Pinsetic White Sox jersey. Because I am. <clears throat> because I am um, a Mark. Yeah, you are a Mark. Um, no, I. Uh, 
So I, I need a Cubs fan perspective as to, like, I don't. I, I know you don't get it. No, I mean, I, I think I think Theo thinks they have a team that can win. They just need to be motivated the right way or a different way. Um, Joe is the guy to motivate a young team, and he's shown that, and he can get you so far. But he's not there. Yeah, There's no Joe. There. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Right. But, I mean, if you looked at Joe before, I mean, he took that Rays team that had no business being that good at all yeah. and made them believe that they could be that good. Yes. But once you get to that point, you need somebody that can say, you are that good, this is yeah. why you're that good, let's yeah. move forward, yeah. and Joe doesn't have that. He's all jammies and yeah. um, there was parties. Somebody on the score, and this is funny to me, hinted that the Sox should have went out and signed Joe Madden. And they they should have fucked Ricky Renteria a second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as if the first time wasn't good enough. Right. And Ricky Renteria has his faults as a manager. Right. In the American League, you cannot be bunting in the third inning. That doesn't. No, that, that doesn't, doesn't make much sense. And the numbers say it does. Like if you look at the numbers, it it, it reflects the fact that you probably should bunt here or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's in re- in the eye t- it doesn't pass the eye test, right? Like we've said this a hundred times about stats. Like I can I can supply stats till I'm blue in the face, but there's execution involved, and there's people involved. And if you don't have the people to do what the numbers say you should do, then you shouldn't do it. And especially in the American League, where it's you know very station to station home run kind of baseball. Now, if you want to sacrifice bunting in the seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, okay, great. I don't have a problem with it. I don't like bunting in the American League at all. I, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I think agree. it's at, when it's late in the game, it's a reflection on your bullpen. Yes. Yes, 100%. And their bullpen's been okay. They might need some more help. Um, We've got to figure out what that help is still. They have the money to do it. Will Harris got signed. That's who it was with the Nationals. Will Harris. That's what I was trying to I was struggling to figure out who it was, but it's Will Harris. So I'm trying to figure out they need a little more bullpen help. Aaron Bummer came through big last year. You've got a closer in Colomay. Um, Evan Marshall came through as a cheap free agent. He's gone, though. But I think that's the kind of thing that Rick Hahn likes is low-risk, experienced, you know, low-risk in terms of money, not in terms of talent. Right. You know, million dollars here or there, whatever. And sign those guys to small-term contracts. Let them prove themselves. Go out there and pitch, brother. So... And Jerry, 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 Jerry. We know Jerry doesn't like to spend money no, on pitchers he does ever. Not. He hates it. Paying Keiko must have killed him. But Keiko's only three year deal for like fifty five million dollars. That's right up Jerry's alley. Well, and isn't that a lot less than what people were initially projecting oh, yeah. for him? I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. And I'm wondering if the you know Rick Hahn, apparently a pretty good salesman. He 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 has them sold. They're going to win this year. Which I'm not saying they're not. But there's a lot of dominoes that have to fall in the right, right way, right? They felt two years away to me. Exactly. But they did what the Cubs did, and they signed Lester a year early. A year, John Lester, signed him a year early, right? Yeah. So it's, it, and it worked out for the Cubs, right? Could it work out for the Sox? I don't know. It, do you have the manager in place to take care of that? Maybe, maybe not. 
Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm certainly. I mean, it's any Sox fan that isn't optimistic is just an asshole. I mean, like, just, yeah, if not, you're not right, if you're a White Sox, and I could, I'm not a White Sox fan, and but I don't hate them either. They're just sure. a team. They're like the Cubs to me. Right? Right. If you're not optimistic about this, what do you oh. want them to do? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we should have said. What else Ger- can you? We should have said Garrett Cole and Machado and Bryce Harper. You know, and shut up. If you wasted all your money on Machado last year, you couldn't. You could not do what you're doing right now. Right, and they spent about the same amount of money. Right, total, total, total. And he spent about the same amount of money. He still got all these key pieces to your fucking team. Yeah, the one thing I would argue about the White Sox that's harder or different than when you were comparing them to the Cubs is that when the Cubs were improving and spending some money and building, the National League seemed to be much more wide open. Yeah. Yeah. than the American yes. League is now. You could be a pretty good team in the American League and not come anywhere near anything. Well, it's it's the National League is... Not the Central, though. Uh, the, the National Central League... No, I mean as far as advancing in the playoffs. The National League is just loaded. Yeah. The Dodgers... Are but that wasn't... The, what I'm saying is that wasn't the case. Correct. You know, That's right. That's right. Compared to where the Cubs were then compared to where the Sox are now. Right. right. And that's why people think the Cubs' decline has happened so quickly is because other teams have caught up and yeah. it, right. there wasn't that gap that there was before. Yeah. 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 I agree. So that's but, the baseball talk. Let's get to let's get to college football. The reason Coach is here. <laughs> okay. Here we the go. reason why Coach yeah. is here. Sorry, right. Jose. Sorry, Jose. I'm being in the... Sorry, Jose. So, Coach, did A, I guess there's two questions. A, did the playoff system get it right with the two teams that are involved uh, next Monday? Two, who do you like? Who do you think is the better team? So they did get it right in that they couldn't there, – there was no clear number four. Right. Right. Everybody for the last three quarters of the season saw LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson right. as runaway trains. It would right. be significant if they got beat. Right. And the whole time – there was a discussion about number four, and in the past, there's always been discussion about number four, right? That's just number the nature of it, been, right? Yeah. If you expand to eight, then there'll be a question about number eight, of right? Of but it was a little different this year in that it was kind of picking between who really is just signing up to get beat. like Right. It was who's going to go to number one and get slaughtered. Yeah. So, you know, the, the take in Oklahoma... Or yeah, taking Oklahoma. Right. You know they won their they they won a big conference. They did. They only had one loss. They did. You know, watching all the other teams play, sure. there's no reason to believe they would have done any better right. Right. in that matchup. Yeah. Um. I mean, Joe Burrow was just yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, it, going in, we knew Oklahoma's defense was kind of suspect. Right. Yes. But not that. I mean, like he right. just came out and just beat their ass. Yes. Yeah. Just 100 percent. Right. Owned them and yeah. that was over. Well, and the re- I think the real story of that game, too, was LSU's defense. Like, I think a lot of people thought yeah, that you're right. LSU would win the game, but it might be like, you know, 45-28 sure. or 48-28 yeah. or something right, like that. Right, right, but, right. but LSU's front seven just ran Oklahoma over. Yeah, 100%. You know. And, and so, uh, so we're down to LSU and Clemson. Yes. I don't think in my heart of hearts that LSU can do what they did to Oklahoma do that to Clemson. No. No, they couldn't do that to Clemson. I don't think they can do that to Clemson. And I don't think they could do that to Ohio State either. Right. um, I think LSU is still a winner. Like, if you're picking just on a money line situation, LSU LSU is still the winner. Um, 
What gives me pause, though, is that Clemson just figures out a way to always win. Yeah. Now, most of the time, they're the better team. Right. But, you know, it, they just always figure out a way. Like, if you're watching that game against Ohio State, you're thinking, uh-oh, Clemson's in trouble here. Right. But, you know, they kind of scratched and clawed and yeah. did a real good job with red zone defense, and Ohio State was kicking field goals right. instead yeah. of scoring touchdowns. Right. And you just kind of got a feeling, okay, you let them hang. It's hard. You right. let them hang around. You let them hang around. And the and the biggest knock on Clemson, as a rule anyway, is that the conference they play. Right. There's no competition in the ACC, and there yes. really isn't. I mean, because Clemson's just so right. far. Yeah. You know, Clemson's like an SEC team. Right. right. That's how. Yeah, I'm absolutely they are. SEC team. Eventually, well, do you think that's going to hurt them, or do you think they're just? Well, I think it hurt him at the beginning of the Ohio State game. Okay. I think some of those Ohio State players hit him harder than they've been hit, and some of those Ohio State guys are faster than they've had to play against, and it took them a quarter, quarter and a half to kind of get their bearings. Yeah. And and but you know once they kind of settled in, right. You know that they could that play it. that game ten times. I think it's five and five. Probably so. Ohio State's a really good team. Yes, they're terrific. I mean, we saw the beginning of the LSU uh, Clemson game. Uh, no, Clemson, sorry, LSU and Oklahoma. And Joe Burrow was just yeah, come on yeah. I'm wondering how good he's going to be in the NFL. Because I mean LSU is a supreme CFP team. Mm-hmm. You know they're sometimes those quarterbacks aren't great. You know, like right. Take Ryan Lee for example, right? But I'm wondering. And he's going to be playing in Cincinnati. I mean, they have the number one pick. <laughs> right. I think it's a foregone conclusion. They need a quarterback. Thank you, Andy Dalton, for years of service. Mm-hmm. Hit the bricks, right? Like Andy Dalton, we'll see it. Ginger-haired quarterbacks <laughs> never fare well in the NFL. <laughs> Stupid gingers. Anyway. So I'm wondering how good is – I mean, like, to do what he did to Oklahoma is one thing, right? Sure. Oklahoma's defense is – Average at best. Yeah. I'm a- average average for good teams. Correct. Right. As average for good teams. For a conference championship yeah. team, kind of average. Yeah. I'm wondering what's going to happen Monday, a week from Monday. I yeah. Say. I'm wondering what he's going to do to Clemson, if anything. Could the, could Clemson come out and pitch a – not a shutout necessarily because there's no way you're going to shut him out. But slow him down to where maybe it's a 17-14, 21-14, 21 kind of game? I think I would be surprised if both these teams aren't in the 30s. I agree with you. Yeah. I think you're right. But I'm just curious as to how – because Clemson's defense is upper echelon. Absolutely. High-level defense. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious what how good he's going to be then. Because against Oklahoma, it's easy to look good right? as a quarterback. I mean – yeah, I'm I think saying, I'm just saying. I think both quarterbacks Sorry, are going to look really good on Monday or a week from Monday. Yeah, I think so. And some of it too in projecting the score is just because of the number of possessions, right? right. When I say it's in the 30s, that sounds like some crazy shootout, but really you know, isn't. with all the possessions in a game, that's really only four scores. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know. I mean, if anything, it's, it's I don't say it's short, but it's both teams get to 30 isn't out of the realm of possibility no. at all. You know? No, and I think in some ways, both you know, both defenses, depending upon how they get into the 30s, both defenses would look at that and go, okay. Of course. So the over-under on the game is 69 and a half. Yeah, so there you are. 
So, so both teams like, should be in the 30s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would think so. And again, depending upon how they'd get there, I think both defensive staffs would look yeah. at that and go, Whew, we held those guys to four touchdowns and a field goal? We won. Yeah, that's pretty good for us. <laughs> and, I, and I think both head coaches would say, you hold that monster to 30, yeah. we'll get 31. Yeah, yep, exactly. Well, and going back to Oregon and Wisconsin, yep. talking about uh, both coaches saying, hey, if you give these guys any inch, they're going to blow us out. Yep. And the fact that those defenses held strong, except for like maybe three or four turnovers, yeah. but every single one of those turnovers result, resulted in a score. Correct. So, yep, yep, yep. And kudos to the Rose Bowl, by the way, for their presentation. I love the colors down to the 25 yard line <laughs> on the sidelines. Don't you like that yeah. too? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yep. that's sweet. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. It's just a presentation thing, geeking yep. me, going, oh, that's pretty fucking awesome how they yep. did that. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yep. So, I'm guessing you have LSU. Yeah, I would pick LSU. Would you go over or under? Now that you know it's 69 and a half, I think I'd go over. I'm I'm leaning towards the under. I'm thinking like 31-28 should be 60 somewhere yeah. right. I'd be interested in knowing what the number was originally. 70. It was 70. So it opened at 70. Okay. Got bet down to 69 and a half. So, hmm. all right. As somebody that was close to winning our. Uh, Predictions. Yes, I know. I'm going to take the Tigers. Yeah, it's it's tough to not pick them. I mean, let me see what the line is real quick. But I, I four or five. I, I think. can't imagine that, that they're not going to win this game. Nobody else laughed at that. It opened it. <laughs> Come on! Come on! <laughs> it opened at six. Got bet down to five and a half. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, five and a half. I would tend to go with LSU for minus five and a half. I, I think the line Ooh. is too small. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm going to take the power of the paw. I'm going Clemson. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. So what was, Coach, in your opinion, what was the kind of the biggest shocker to you in terms of teams that you thought were going to be good that were bad or outcomes that you thought were going to happen that didn't? Was there anybody that stuck out to you at all? Or no? I think that, and maybe it's happening slowly over time, but the thing that is, that is just happening and it doesn't seem to have an end in sight is those three programs that we just mentioned – you know, you throw in Oklahoma, you throw in Alabama and Georgia, perhaps with the way they recruit. It's hard to envision anybody else winning the title ever. Right, right. Like if you want to like make some sort of futures bet and give me those five teams, and you you can have the country. Sure. sure. And you know, you have the field. Here's my question, though. So we we talked about this at the end of the year podcast. And we talked about this at the beginning of the year podcast. Yeah, I think I know what you And there was say. talk on ESPN about it. I saw a little something on the scroll. Does Jim Harbaugh lose his job? When? This offseason. No. No? No. So they're going to give him one more year. It would have happened already. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Probably yeah. yeah. Jim Harbaugh is going to be the football or does coach Jim Michigan next year. Jim Harbaugh will leave before he gets fired. Okay. 
I don't, and I don't think that's I don't th- I don't think that they're close to that discussion. Okay. But if the discussion, in my opinion, would go like that, it would be, hey, we're looking to make a change here. You better take a few weeks and figure out how you want right, it announced. Right, right. And they and they were. Do you want to be the next coach of the? Because I mean, the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina uh, Panthers, or do you want to retire, right, or what right, do you right, want right. to do? Because I'm I'm telling you, but they they played well the first half against Alabama. Yeah, and then Alabama went. Oh wait, we're Alabama, right. and then pulled away. Right. You haven't beat. He's zero five against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You haven't won a Big Ten championship. Nope. In five years. Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, the 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 reckoner the the Reapers coming soon. Right now, there's so you better a, get your shit straight. Yeah, but there's a separate question for Michigan in that like, what do they want to be? Right. How much do they want to put into that? Right. You know, someone else sent me a stat yesterday. And so this isn't a Harbaugh stat. This is a Michigan stat. Right. In the last 20 years, Michigan's won five bowl games. Rutgers has won six. Right. So, right. you know, yeah. now bowl, bowl games aren't the be-all and end-all hey, and hey, that hey, kind hey, of hey, stuff. Greg but Illinois will tell you that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you want a positive surprise? Your question before, a positive surprise? Yeah. ILL. Yeah. Well, nobody they, saw that coming. The problem is that, like, like I said, in the bowl game, they, they're missing half their receiving board yeah. because of whatever. Injury but just or, that they were in a bowl. I mean, right. the what, they, they fucking make the, Like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Even the, the fact that we were there. I thought you were mentioning a 50 year old grad student, but that's okay. No. But I was Everybody. hoping, what I was hoping for is Lovey's majestic beard to <laughs> well, pull off a victory. It pulled them to six wins. That didn't Great. Their over-under number in Vegas at the beginning of the year must have been three and a half, I think four. It was four. Three and a half or four. And yeah. they get to six. We were talking about this before you got here. Bears over-under was eight and a half? Right. Nine? No. 7.4. No, but right. Seven. But I'm saying the, the yeah. number that the no, futures no. bet. What was it? Was it? Yeah. Right. Very good. You know what? Let me go make that bet. Oh, wait. A Turn the can down. Yeah. Damn it. Son of a bitch. I just want to bet on the game. But I can buy weed, though. You can buy weed. Well... Or you can stand in line and not get anything. Right. So, Peoria. I don't know if you all. That really happened? Really? Yeah. So, the lines were, of course, everybody, it was like fucking Black Friday, right? Dude, they sold out. Yeah. In Peoria. Yeah. And here's the hook um, $6 million the uh, state of Illinois took in in tax in one, in day. one day. In one day. Good so, for them. So, here's. It's all going to roads and schools, so I heard. Uh, allegedly. Or Mike Madigan. Wait, did I say that out loud? Okay. Anyway, so... Ro- roads um, and schools. Anyway, uh, so uh, I saw some receipts on Twitter. You know, and, and it's... The tax is higher for... The more THC that's in something, okay. the higher the tax, apparently. Right? So you buy gummies with super high THC. It's more than whatever. Some dude bought $225 worth of whatever. So he bought four things that were 225 bucks. Bought a gram of this and some gummies and whatever. His final bill was three hundred and one dollars, seventy five fucking dollars of tax. I sat there, laughed my balls off, like, "Whoa, what?" And that's what he wanted. That's well, the reason it's here. Twenty five percent sports gambling, my friend. Once the fucking state gets their shit together and can do it, yeah, let me get otherwise get right we have to go to uh, the Quad let me, Cities. Let me get right on it. Or Indiana from here. Hammond is much closer from here than Quad Cities, but yes. But Hammond's always going to be Hammond. <laughs> That's right. It's never going to change. It's Hammond. Yes, correct. Um, so, uh, is there anything else sports-wise that you want to hit? 
anything else sports-wise that you have an opinion on? Baseball, football? You know, if we circle back to the Cubs a little bit. Sure. It's, I think it all changes when they know for sure what they're going to do with Bryant. Right. That's, it and, and all we've ta- changes. We've talked about that. Like, yes. Where's the ruling? Where's yeah. the whatever? Well, but I even mean like on the trade market. Like sure. if, they, if they get something yeah. they like. Right. And I'm wondering if the trade market will heat up or cool down after Josh Donaldson is signed somewhere. Which is bullshit to me because Bryant is way better than Donaldson at oh, this I'm not, point. I'm not debating that. But I'm just saying. Right. It's dominoes, right? Right, exactly. Like once Garrett Cole went, then Dallas Keuchel went, and then X, yeah. X, X went. Yeah, but that's better going before <laughs> not better. I mean, no, so, I yeah. Right. I, with Donaldson, there's two teams in the race on Nats now. Is that where we're I at? I think it's Nats, Nats. I think they're bidding against themselves. Okay. I think it's gonna be, he's going to be a Nat at some point. They just have to figure it out. I mentioned today. Figure it out. That's right. That's well, right, eh? And then the the other piece about them too is, do they like their players too much? The Nats? No, the Cubs. Oh, like yes. Do do the Cubs like kind of well, like the Bulls used to be? Right? See, they they would never trade Heinrich or Gordon or any of those guys because uh, they were going to be great. I uh, mean, just, uh, just are, I had that. Yeah. I had that part blocked out of my yeah. brain. Thanks, are, coach. Are the Cubs the same way? You know, yes. are, they, are they too in love but with their own guys? Point, but there has to be a point where. If this thing goes south against the Cubs, you got to trade them. You can't keep them. The only one they don't that have I, any money. Jared. The only one that I feel that they're like too in love with is Schwarber. Get, away Get rid of that Schwarber. Get rid of Schwarber. You might be right. He should be in American League. That's it. He should be in the American League. Do you remember back when um, everybody in the world wanted to get rid of Javi Baez when his sister died? And they were like, this guy's garbage. He's trash. Get rid of him. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'll tell you this for free. When they got rid of Starlin Castro, I was like, trade him to the south side. Mm -hmm. I'll take him. I'll take Starlin Castro. Nat signed Starlin Castro. He's going to be their second baseman. Saw something about him yesterday. He's going to be like thirty, and he's played yeah. for nine managers. Yes. Yeah. It's a ridiculous yeah, 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 yeah. number. I mean, he's going to be thirty. He's played for nine majors, and he was the face of the Chicago <laughs> yeah, Cubs. He was. And I've said from the jump, like all these Cub fans, like oh, Star Castro. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I'll take him. Yeah. If you don't want him, I'll gladly take him on the south side. He could play second base right now for the White Sox. I remember seeing a headshot for Corey Patterson <laughs> yeah. as a uh, Des Moines. Cub. Mm, there's an Iowa Cub. And we saw Kopat's kid, or kid brother, at the Midwest League All-Star game that year. That's right. I would say Contreras is an example of guys they love too much, too. Maybe. He's on the block. It's yeah. Wilson Cole. Travis, well, but it's it's what you're willing to get for him, though. Everybody's on the block. but if, if Nobody's you're, untouchable. It, yeah, I, need, I, need, I need that one more time, that pronunciation, uh, Pat. Uh, Wilson Cole Travis. That's yeah. It. Uh, they my can, issue, my only, I think there are there's one or two untouchables on the Cubs. I think Rizzo's untouchable. I think Baez is untouchable now. Yeah, probably. Um, which they, I would love. Uh, anytime they want to deal with the White Sox, I'll gladly <laughs> take. Can you mention Baez playing second yeah. base on this fucking team? Oh, at any rate, um, the Sox have some. I mean, they have some questions at second base right now. The problem is that Nick Madrigal uh, is he. Gonna, you know, easy super two. They're gonna have to wait till May to play him. You got Lurie Garcia. He can play second base. He can tie you over until Madrigal's ready. But once Madrigal comes up, I mean, you got this team is fucking loaded. And you look at that lineup with Madrigal in it, who doesn't strike out ever in the history of well ever. 
<laughs> Dude, I mean, like, you put him at the two slot, let, like, I don't know, T.A. lead off, maybe? I don't know, because he doesn't walk enough, but, I mean, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. At any rate, enough of the sports. We've talked plenty of sports. So are we going oh, to wait, wait. internet stuff, or yeah, are we just looking at the clock on the wall, kid? Off, buddy. No, no, no. You All right. off. You I was waiting for uh, your girl bartender to come over here and uh, yell boats and hose oh. like she told me she was going to. That'd be great. No, she's busy. The, uh, the bar has filled up a little bit, plus the boss is here. So I don't think she's going to come over here and yell boats and hose. <laughs> the boss is here. The owner of the bar is here, so I don't think he's going to come over here and boats and hose, which is great. Um, my internet thing right now is a band that... Jason may already know of, but I just found them on a rabbit hole. Uh, Mike and the Moon Pies. Do you know Mike and the Moon Pies? Texas band. I'm going to say it sounds familiar, okay. but I can't point to anything at yeah. this point. Look them up on the YouTubes. I will. Or the Spotify's. They're really good. They're really, really, really good. Uh, Mike and the Moon Pies. They are very Texas country. They're very traditional Texas country like they're not Nashville crap awful bad terrible country uh, Mike and the Moon Pies like, like a bill of Mike and the Moon Pies and Reckless Kelly 100% down for it. that'd be a fun fucking show uh, Mike and the, they were on um, there's a, a local show in Texas called Texas Music Texas Music Scene and they were on that show yeah um, hosted by Ray uh, Benson from it's now fuck. Who's it now? It wasn't Ray it Benson. used to be Ray Benson from the Sleep at the Wheel? Correct. Okay, but now it's somebody different. Somebody else. Oh my God, Joe! Know. I'm old. You are. I don't know who it was, but I digress. Uh, Mike and the Moon Pies are great. Um, and video wise, again, dude, I there's a. I, I should tell you the story. So there's a um, a uh, a guy who sells on eBay. His name on YouTube is Craigslist Hunter. Sorry, I had to get a little beverage. And um, some guy came in, and it's apparently viral, which is, I'm guessing you guys didn't hear about this. Did you hear about this? No, and I haven't gotten a shot for it either, so go ahead. So, uh, so this guy came in. He sold some British medals from his grandfather. He owns a resale shop. He does eBay, and he owns a resale shop. Actually, in Crystal Lake. Lovely Crystal Lake, Illinois. Hello. Um, World War One, World War Two, World War One. Okay. Um, and he sold them for fifty bucks. Okay. And the guy, like, it's all on video. He goes, "Are you sure you want to sell these? Like, these are because they go on eBay and they look up what they're going for, and then they offer them half, usually half, right? Because they want to make their money. Whatever. And More the, power to you. And the dude comes back and he goes, "Look." I literally live in a van. Down by the river? He didn't say down by the river, but he goes... You knew it. He's like, I live in a van. I don't want them stolen. I'd rather them go to somebody who would appreciate them than have them just taken. And so the guy's like... You know, the... So he pays him the 50 bucks, whatever. And now he... He got so many messages from people. Hey, I want to buy them. Hey, I want to buy them and whatever. So the Channel 2, CBS local Chicago, came out and did a story about it. And, and the guy, his name is Pete, 
He's a Polish dude from Bill Chicago. Curtis and Walter Jacobson, or Bill Curtis came out, and we looked up this person. Anyway, um, and CBS found the dude, the guy that sold it. He knew the guy's name because he had ID, right? But he he lived in a van. Where the fuck are you gonna find him? Well, apparently they CBS found him. And what Pete has agreed to do is give him the proceeds from it minus the 50 bucks that he... So it's no cost to him. So he was shamed into that. I don't think he was shamed into it. Okay. I don't think so. I think he... So the human condition is all well and, and fine? Apparently. And he's... Okay. He's sent... Like he, he's, it's up to like two grand on eBay. And the biggest thing that he's worried about is because he's sold on eBay forever and ever and ever... Are they going to pay? Right? Is somebody going to bid three grand for it and then? Yeah, but you know, you don't send it until they pay. Of course. So right, but I I see what you're saying. The point is, they bid it all the way up. You got to put it back on. Your dad and what what have you? So that was a cool thing. It's pretty fun on YouTube. I go down rabbit holes like that all the time. But uh, yeah. Anything else for the internets? Coach, you got anything? I got anything. I got not internet thing, but two non-sports things. Okay, great. The first one is uh, two nights ago, three nights ago, I watched uh, the Austin City Limits Hall of Fame show. Oh, nice. Big uh, big fan of the podcast. Robert Earl Keane was the MC. Oh, uh, the, the inductees were Sean Colvin, Johnny Lee Hooker. And was it no no buddy guy and Lyle love it sorry buddy, buddy guy, guy, and, guy yeah buddy guy oh, and Lyle love it so good yeah mm. and nice. I'm not a full Star Wars geek yeah but I finished Mandalorian okay and uh, some of the Disney pluses got it you got to get to the end of the season okay you got to get six episodes eight episodes eight episodes okay okay and uh, I don't want to John Favreau anybody but sure. Baby Yoda is a thing, man. I mean, you don't you don't need to like hide they're that now. A, I mean, call, they're making a Funko Pop. Oh, of course, <laughs> baby Yoda of course. Pop. I mean, the uh, that's the thing. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that Baby Groot that was a thing, but now Baby Yoda is the thing. Correct. And and, and this comes from um, teenage girls correct. that are friends with my daughter. That's so right. there you go. Well, and, ba- uh, baby Baby Yoda aside, you got to get to the end. You got to get to the last scene of okay. the last episode. All right. And somebody's got to tell me, oh, what the hell does that mean? I can't. I, I, I'll have to I watch it first. I can't help you there. I'll have yeah. to watch it first. I do have Disney Plus. We got it free if you're a Verizon. Yeah, customer. man. Verizon. Yeah. So I'm in. I have it. I just have to sit and watch it. So this is where I'm at yeah. with the whole Star Wars thing. Um, yep. They're the latest movie that's out that is the end of the franchise allegedly allegedly there's is no way Disney Disney there's nobody f- hey Joe nobody fucked an ostrich <laughs> that's right I'm, that's all I'm side saying note, side note to this yes apparently 60% of all box office revenue in the entire year came from Disney movies go ahead okay but all I'm gonna say is people that were casual fans like I would probably look if I could be label myself as less of a casual fan, right. I would be that guy. Sure. Said that it's entertaining and it's a it's a fine movie. But people that are like complete Star Wars nerds yeah. cannot hate stand it. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah, they do. So those are the people you shouldn't listen to. They repeat those, that. those are the people you shouldn't listen to. Well, what I agreed. My understanding is that um, 
the, the latest movie, which of course I have not seen. Of course. Nor have I. Who has time to go to a three and a half hour movie? I oh. don't. Okay. But uh, it wasn't complete shit, according to reviews. Star Wars people are, don't completely shit on it. So it no. That no, it's bad question yeah. mark? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, J.J. Abrams, man, right? I mean, right, right. supposedly Disney gave him a lot of trouble oh, yeah. and a lot of flack of course. on things. Because he's the one making all the money. They want to make sure they keep making yeah, it Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, apparently... the movie open-ended, please, uh, and let's... And I, I don't want to geek out too bad because, no, again, bad. I'm in less than casual fan, but um, I like drama. So right. knowing... Are you like TNT? A little bit. Do you love drama? I... No love drama. Knowing, See this, hear about this? Knowing that George Lucas and J.J. Abrams had beef because right. of what they did right. with the movies, right. where everybody hated the three George Lucas movies and right. then loved the first J.J. Abrams. Yes. Abrams reached out to George Lucas and said, hey, let's do this last one together. And Disney was like, yeah, we're going to do what we're going to do. and do? And what's that? On YouTube's? Yeah, man. Search Patton Oswalt Star Wars. Okay. It is beyond hilarious. It's really good. It's really good. It talks about the prequels, like Star Wars 1, 2, and 3. And Patton Oswalt's complete disdain for it. And he goes, if I went back in time and saw George Lucas and he told me they were going to make prequels of this thing, and then you know, they'd show Anakin Skywalker as a kid, he'd hit him in the head with a shovel. <laughs> Bury him in a desert or something. <laughs> pretty funny i digress though that's right and with the coach here i would be remiss because i don't know how much coach loves wrestling yeah get some wrestling loves it when Uh, is the wrestling don't be such a mark when when is the being a mark i keep such a mark i I listen every week and i I keep waiting for the big news quit being a mark because you're a mark that's why okay clearly quit being such a mark uh japan last night the big japan uh, uh promotion had the big tokyo dome 45,000 people in attendance. Uh, they're doing some bullshit with their two big belts, which I don't understand. Crazy. Anyway, so they they had two title matches. They have, it's, they split their big... This is their WrestleMania. So just as a reference. for They split their they split it between two days now. And the first day, the winners of their heavyweight championship and their secondary championship are going to fight for both belts the next day. So that's technically today at 2 in the okay. morning, our time. Okay. Uh, Kazuchika Okada is the champion. He won. Uh, and, uh, love him. And, and you know who you love. No, it's not even who you love. You love Tetsuya Naito. That's oh. the guy you love. Who doesn't? Are, he won the Intercontinental belt uh, against Jay White, Switchblade Jay White. They are wrestling today. Well, not today, but in a few hours. Uh, for the both belts. Both belts on the line. So there you go. Chris Jericho also over there too. So, my guy, he's wrestling uh, their version of John Cena as a frame of reference. That's right, Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, it's gonna be good times. I know I can tell in your face you love this. You I love, love it. it. I love it. You love J- Japan wrestling. No, but since we have the coach here, we should ask about a preview for Iowa football in the spring, <laughs> twenty twenty five spring game. Who's gonna win? The black or the yellow? Who's gonna win? Well, Who's got it? you love this. They usually don't have a spring game. They have what? A, they have a controlled scrimmage. Uh, well, I'm, they're, I'm they're, not they're, saying they're, I'm they're, not There won't even be a scoreboard. <laughs> what? Oh, they, uh, do you know how many schools keep track of their spring yeah. games? No. 
Hundreds. They'll, they'll have literally an, hundreds. They have an open practice. And how many kids in the children's hospital? Yeah, looking out the window. Yeah, they'll have an open practice. Wave everything. Yeah, they'll invite everybody to the oh stadium. Everybody gets in free. That's Don't like right. the spring game. That's right. But in all realness, we're not losing anybody. We mean you for uh, Iowa football for next year. So oh no no, there's there's heavy losses. Oh well, yeah, you're gonna have to replace heavy casualties. Yeah, okay. replace a. It's a rebuild. Th- well, it won't be a rebuild. It's not out ahead of ourselves here a little gonna, bit. But they're okay. they have two kids are gonna or three kids are gonna leave early. They're mm-hmm. gonna need so they'll need to replace a tackle and an end. The quarterback graduates. Okay. So th- there's. But he was no Kirk Cousins. So. <laughs> no, he was pretty good. But who is? They're just. They're, Let's they're, be fair. They are. They are. See, now you're going to start. If we're going to talk wrestling, oh, we I'm can start, talk. No, <laughs> I'm going to start right now. Kirk Cousins tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have a bad day. Okay. Well, he's yes. not going to have a good day. He tomorrow. is going to have a bad day tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow, apparently, Jason, you are, you're going to be with Mr. Viking tomorrow. That I am. Oh boy, you're you're fucked. And what are you going to do? Like after the first quarter when it's twenty-one nothing, Saints. What are you going to do? I'm going to enjoy a bowl of chili. I'm going to look down at the Northwestern purple that I'm wearing, and oh I will boy. probably get in my car and drive home. That's right. Half time. Get out of there. Get out while you can. It's going to be a massacre of epic proportion. Clock on the wall, Jason. Uh. Uh, it's time, kid. Let's do it. All right. So uh, I just want to again thanks Babe's Tap here in lovely Cole City, Illinois. Uh, they've been their hospitality has been fantastic. Thanks, Marv. Thanks, Marv. Who's here? Uh, again, seven fifty five South Broadway, Cole City, Illinois. Uh, great Bloody Marys, great burgers. Come by if you're in the area. Please do. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. We are on Facebook www.facebook.com. Such It's That Pod. On Twitter, I am at Triple Indies. Jason is at J the Letter. La Letra. Sleet Charlie. Uh, you can email us, joe at or jason at We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa. Just by saying, hey, Alexa, play us that podcast through the Play It app. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't cost you nothing. It's free. Click, 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 click. You've done it right, Coach? Yes, yes. Of course. Of course. Weekly. Of course. That's right. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Coach for coming down from lovely scenic Elburn from his house on the hill. And yeah, 100th episode, kid. Yeah, we got to. Let's pimp that out. We gotta, I'm just going to say this right now. We're on episode 94, so we're six weeks away. Coach, you got to be there. Uh, we're going to get Jose there. Uh, maybe more celebrities. Yes, I want to meet Jose. That's the best Jose's episode. If we're ranking him 1 to uh, 94, which maybe in the 100th episode we should rank him 1 to 100. Jose's episode is number one. Well, Cisneros Corp. And actually, the most downloaded ever is the Rhodes episode. Correct. Maybe have Rhodes oh. down, which could be some sort of disaster at some point. Hope we have an arrow bed because we're going to need to just camp out. We're good. We want to thank guys listening. This episode of this Time Podcast. Fuck the Packers.